This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Jalen Rose, I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen yeah. Jacoby. What is awesome. it that we do? We get a people. What they want? Action Bronson, Coco Drio, Turbo joins us later. But we start where the action finished last night. In Phoenix, where the team with the best record in basketball looked like the team with the best record in basketball. Phoenix Suns making light work of the Mavs in game one. D-Book is a young vet. Like, when you look at his age and the years that he's played and what he's already accomplished, it's really phenomenal to continue to watch his game grow. Yep. Like, at first he was a shooter, a three-point shooter, a scorer. Now, all of a sudden, he's a playmaker. Facilitator. A defender. A leader. I love the demeanor that he plays with. If you think about it, like as a young guy, he just competes mm-hmm. on both ends now. And, and and now that has to be infectious when you're Cameron Payne. It has to be. Trust me. I've been when your best players are doing it, now you got to get down in the stance. And also, shout out to Mikael Bridges too, because I, I like to watch how, how his game has grown. But the the main anchor for this series. And I told you yesterday who was going to be the difference, DeAndre Ayton. Yep. And so when you watch them play against Utah, their bigs, it really exposes Gobert and Whiteside that they can't score and they can't punish smaller players. Mm. You put a smaller player on DeAndre Ayton on the stretch, he's scoring on them. Yep. He got a nice shot. And JaVale McGee. Playing quality, man. You oh, see Javale McGee with that steal? Show the he play. Luca Look at this. <laughs> Give me that crossover. <laughs> Got you. Give it here. Should Don't I pass say it? Nothing. Should I pass it, Jalen? Should I pass it? No. See, that's a perfect example. Like, Jalen Brunson as my teammate. You can't let him get this highlight off. <laughs> You know what I mean? You got to run and get him at the top of the three-point line. take foul right there. In all honesty, I'm glad he gets his James Worthy (laughs) Statue of Liberty breakaway dunk. He deserves it. He's gone through a lot. Flint Town representer. Shout out to his mom, who's a terrific player as well. And he also, in a lot of ways, reinvented himself. Yes. And to the point where our brother Shaq, when he said, JaVale McGee, is positive now. Mm-hmm. And so I told everybody all season, they're the best team in basketball. And that ain't changing. The only way for the Mavs to win this series is for Luka to have a huge game. Something like, I don't know, 45 points. Well, guess what? Luka did that last night. He did. And it wasn't competitive at all. It wasn't competitive. But I must say this. Jeez, I love Luka. Oh, yeah. Like, Paul Pierce gave him the name Luka the Don, and I love that so much because it's almost like mafioso how he willing them in. And it looked like somebody could snatch it like JaVale McGee did, right? Don't it look happened. like don't it don't it look like when you saw JaVale McGee do that, then the party would say, that should happen more often. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. Okay. And then when you try to reach, he teach. That's why he got those two dunks. And every time Luka dunk, it's like he's in on a joke that y'all just not figured out. 
It's like, y'all let me get by all of y'all to get to the rim and actually dunk the ball? And then the beautiful thing about his game, unlimited range. I remember watching it later in the game. I'm thinking, he about to shoot them back in the game. You got to shoot them back. They got the game. a little close at the end, but I never felt like they're really threatening. The hey, game. two possessions is a close game. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Did you ever feel like the Suns were going to lose? I felt like it could go to overtime. I felt like it could, they could tie the game. Like, like, like each possession mattered. Like they, the, the Suns started missing shots. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then, of course, the point God, like he always does, he came through from the high heavens. And he made a couple of shots go down. He had an and one on the left side that they didn't call, and they ended up closing the deal. Jalen, we're going to overreact to Luka. I'm going to do the media thing and take it too far. Luka right now, today, is tied for the most points per game in their playoff careers with none other than Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Now, let's take a look at the column on the right as well. Michael Jeffrey Jordan did in 179 playoff games. Lucas done it in 17. Well, that's why I always try to uh, distinguish between stats and analytics and also like measure them between the eye tests. Because what's going to happen is as Luca continues to progress in his career, if he goes on to win a championship or two, you know the people that didn't watch Michael Jordan play, you know what they're going to say? No, they're not. Let's not go there. Let's not go. No, they're not. They're not. They're not. They're not. They're not. Okay. They're not. They're not. No one can do that. Okay. But you look at this game from Luka. Like, this is what they need. This is the recipe for success for the Dallas Mavericks, but he just needs more help. He really needs more help. Well, not only needing more help, in particular, Jalen Brunson and Spencer Dinwiddie. Like, both of those guys put up big. Jalen had, like, 27 per game in the mm-hmm. previous series. So him and Dinwiddie were really slowed down in that game, and obviously you can't win if they're not scoring. Well, it was a great win for the Suns, established themselves, number one seed, looking like it. And also in Miami, previous to this contest, the Heat did the same thing. The Without Heat Joel is Embiid, on. James Harden needed to have a big game. The, the spotlight was on, on him. The pressure was on him to perform. And what, what happened to James Harden? Give it here. Don't say nothing. That's what happens when somebody one-on-one. Like, it's one thing. JaVale McGee got lucky. He closed his eyes. He prayed to steal that from Luka. What Jimmy Butler just did was size him up like, uh. Like, when you were in high school and you playing against a, a, a freshman and you a senior, you're like, give me that. But the one thing I want to say about Harden is the lack of aggression is what should bother Philadelphia. Yeah. And what should bother his teammates. Joel talked about it when he talked about it in the media previously. Is that they need him to be aggressive. Do you realize the James Harden that you know that is an amazing scorer. The guy I called the most unique offensive weapon the game has seen. Because he's the only guy at some point in his career that's going to lead the league in total points, assists, three-pointers made, and free throws made. Normally that's four different players. For that guy not to attempt 20 shots... For the Philadelphia 76, he's Never not done. being aggressive. Never done. He used, to, he used to attempt 20 shots a half when he was with Correct. He, a half. He, he got to be more aggressive. And I have to also say this, because I spent a lot of time in Florida, and when I went to the Raptors, I actually bought a property in Florida so I could save all my taxes in Canada. I want to tell the multimedia something. Oh. And I made this one mistake. I did it one time, and I'm so mad at myself. I did it one time. People who live in Florida hate when you refer to the heat and say going to South Beach or playing on South Beach. They don't play on South Beach. They play in downtown Miami. And I did a read one time the other day, and I said it, and I saw the words come out of my mouth. I was like, I know better. I've tried not to do that for 20 years. So multimedia, the Miami Heat play? In Miami. 
Downtown Miami is where they play. They don't play in South Beach. They're right next to that bridge, though. They're right next to that bridge. It's it's the equivalent of when somebody's from Philly and I got a lot of friends from there and people swoop in and they want to talk about the Sixers and the first thing they show is the Rocky statue. And people from Philly like, that ain't what we want to represent us. So I'm just giving the media a tip as the Heat continue to advance in the playoffs. The Heat look great. The Heat looked great, and I knew that their defense was going to be a problem, but their defense was such a problem for this team. This game wasn't close, and it was a group effort from the Heat, but my guy Tyler Hero looked good last night. When are you going to put him up? He's too young. You know, you know what he's I got? Young. He may be young, but he's ready. Is he? No, he's not ready. He's not ready. He's going to be sixth man of the year. But the thing that allowed him to get going, though, is he started to compete defensively. So he was a classic young player. When I first saw him come in the game, he let his offense always dictate his move. Yep. Now he's going to be aggressive. He's going to get down in the defensive stance, and then the ball start finding him. And then he's playing off of Bam. Like, there was one time where Bam, like, I got this. Like, you run. And before you know it, he ended up getting an open three, trusting his teammates, trusting the system. And Eric Spolster continued to get undrafted players to get uh, valuable minutes. Um, guys like P.J. Tucker. But I have to say this because that play just reminded me of it. What? Got to get DeAndre um, Jordan out the game. Yeah, that was tough. That like, was tough. Like, like, it was almost like I was, was watching tough. a fight, and I was like, where's the towel? You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Tough. Like, 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 help him out. Tough. Like, Everybody loves DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, he's got a great you personality. Yeah. He's going to be a great yeah, coach. He's going to no be a great doubt. media no member. He'll like, bet. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, that's, that, 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 they're picking roles, and uh, that, that's an issue for him. Yes. You know, that's a real they need issue Joel for him. They need Joel Embiid yes. to compete yes. in this series, yes. and they need to win game two because going back to Philly down 0-2 is just too, too deep of a hole for them to climb out of. Jalen, the Grizzlies are in danger of going down 0-2, and they hosted game one and game two. Tonight at 9.30, they need this one to even the series against the Warriors after a very tight back-and-forth game one. KRS-One once said it, teachers teach and do the world good. So that's why I always try to say things that I know other people don't say because I'm watching and listening too. And let me tell you guys something. This is the classic example of a contrast of styles. Okay, you got the the Splash Brothers and Jordan Poole with unlimited range. And then you got a guy like Ja at his size that led the league in points in the paint. And so what's the difference now for the Warriors? Players like Gary Payton II, giving them that extra energy, that extra boost. Andrew Wiggins scoring the ball. People forget he started an all-star game this year. And he was active, tipping tipping balls around and and his activity. But on the other side for... The Memphis Grizzlies, while the Golden State Warriors, that was a game Memphis should have got. Yes. Calls were going their way. Yes. Draymond got ejected. They didn't foul late. Clay missed free throws late. Like you, you playing at home, you got to get that win, right? But since you don't get that win, here's something they can take away. Jaron Jackson Jr. got his confidence back. Yeah, he did. He looked great. So, like, coming into this season on paper, when you look at the Memphis Grizzlies, you would say Jaron Jackson Jr. was their second best player. That ended up being Desmond Bain. Yeah, dude. So now to get him not, not, not in heavy foul trouble, knocking down his three, and confident because 
a fellow Michigan, Michigan State Spartan, Draymond Green, is on the other side too. So I know that's kind of getting him pumped up as well, even though Day Day got ejected. So that is something I want everybody to look for in game two. How Jaron Jackson Jr. has now found his confidence, his jump shot, and I think he's going to be a difference maker. That's why he and Dylan Brooks are going to lead the Grizzlies to a win in game they two. They need... They need Bain and Brooks to perform better than they did in game. Yeah, the they killer really bees. Need that. If you have the game you get from Jaron Jackson Jr., the game you got from Ja, like if you just need Bain and Brooks to step up, hopefully they do, and even the series at one. But you know what they always do though? They lock up on D. Mm-hmm. Cause I was watching the game for a minute, and here's another genius thing that Steve uh, Steve Kerr did. Clay is more effective with pooling the game. Because his wheels ain't what they used to be, and he can't really get a shot off the dribble. So he was getting locked up. Clay didn't they won't let game. me he out. He hit a big shot at the end, but he did not and play. And that's well. why in the second half, he started pull. Yep. And then it opened up. So that's an adjustment for everybody to watch as well. Joining us in mere seconds, a gentleman by the name of Action Bronson. Cocodrillo Turbo. Joining us in just seconds. Stay tuned. You're watching Jalen and Jacoby. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Coming to you live from the Seaport, New York City, and brought to you by Chase. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose joining us right now. Action Bronson, Coco Drio. What's what happening? Up, Welcome back to the program. Hello. I'm here. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you, guys. What's going on? Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. This is like your Jordan flu game. What happened to your <laughs> wisdom tooth, my guy? I have no idea, man. I just... It's just, it's the last one there, and it's, I just bit down, and it's overgrown, and it just broke in half, and it's exposed nerves. I'm just out of my mind right now. I want to rip my entire face off, but I have a surgery scheduled in about a half hour. So I'm, hopefully I'm going to be better back on that road. Thank you for joining us. It means a lot, especially knowing you're oh, about yeah. to go to the dentist. Trust me. I eliminated as much of that as possible because I got veneers as soon as I got to the league. You know, <laughs> as, as soon as I got to the league. So when I have issues, I got a hole in it. my mouth that I got to get filled for like three or four years. You can't see it on TV, so I continue to go like this. So I have to ask you, where were you when you realized I got to get this in my mouth fixed? It's been it's been a situation for the past three days, but yesterday it just became like unbearable. I haven't taken an Advil or any type of medicine in, in about ten years. I've been popping these things outside. My brain is just rattling inside, and then my ear is radiating. But forget all that. I'm a thug. I'm a thug. I'm gonna do it without <laughs> anesthesia. Gonna yank, I'm gonna tell him to yank it out with his friggin' fingers. Let's take it out. Just hit me in the face with a hammer. Last night, I get home, my son busted my face open also. Like, I've been putting him in all kinds of, like, different types of, like, 
holds and stuff like that that I'm learning and I practice it on him because he's little it's like it's fun you know you don't go full speed you don't go full speed then he he yeah, reversed one like on that. He, he reversed he reversed it he mounted me and he dropped the f- headbutt on my lip I was like, yo you're definitely my son I love you he made me bleed and it just made me happy <laughs> those tender those tender father son moments they're so For rewarding real, like I never had that. <laughs> so last time you were on the show, we were talking about the Knicks, and you said Julius Randle should be on the Knicks forever. However, some things Oof. have changed since then. How do you feel I now about takes. Julius and the Knicks? Well, I, listen, I, I'm not going to judge the man off of one down season, but I do. I'm, I'm known to make some bad. I'm known to have some bad takes over excitement. You know, <laughs> I, I get excited, and you know. The, the Knicks don't really give you much to get excited over, so I thought that we were really, we were there, we were close. I, st- I love Obi Top and I love Emmanuel quickly. I still think that we have a good squad. There's some, we, there's lots of work to be done, but yeah. So I have to ask you, because Jacoby's a die easy Knicks fan, meaning he's not loyal unless they're a four seed like last year. He jumps off the bandwagon <laughs> this year. Jump off that You're bandwagon. a diehard fan, and you mentioned two of their young players. I want to throw R.J. Barrett into that oh, mix RJ. as well. Who I is mean, now more untouchable saying. on the Knicks? Who's more untouchable on the Knicks? I, we got to keep R.J. I think that he's just progressing and becoming a player that tough player. He was show. He, he didn't really show lots of signs of that early, but he something clicked in him. I don't know. He's just a tough, tough player and gritty. We need mm-hmm. that. That's New York. Yep. That's New York basketball right there. Yep. Agreed. Well, Knicks front office member Worldwide West was at Game One between the Mavs and the Jazz, and that was a business trip. There are some rumors about Jalen Brunson perhaps joining the Knicks at MSG. Maybe some Donovan Mitchell situation could work out to bring him to the Knicks. Would you be excited to have either one of those players in the Knicks uniform? If if it means getting rid of RJ Barrett, no. Mm-hmm. You know, I love Donovan Mitchell. I think he's a great player, but why would you just like we're going to give him away and then he's become even more of a superstar. It's just always what happens. And it's just not it's not it's not the way to move. We got to we got to build. Not break it down again. I agree. So when you watch other time. teams, I agree because a lot of times when you watch other teams, players like they're going to have KD and Kyrie and exactly. James Harden. It's exactly. like, why do we got to yeah. lose RJ in order to add Donovan Mitchell? And then we just, you have to build on to bring him in with RJ. Bring him in. I'm just so like depressed. I'm still depressed over the draft, us not getting the second pick and getting the only man that I ever wanted really, really badly in John Moran. Oh my lord. What a, what a legendary man. My god. That's the type of explosion and generation changing player that we need, man. It's, it's not fair. Life ain't fair. Bro. <laughs> Life of a Nick fan. Life of a Nick fan. What did you think about watching the Nets get swept this year? And what do you think about our brother, Spike Lee, who's a legend, can't be at the Garden, so he's at Barclays these days? Mm, It's heavy duty to see that, honestly. I've seen Spike do a lot of questionable things at the Garden, but I still love him. He's a good man. (laughs) (laughs) 
But I didn't watch one game. I listened to them all on the radio. I'm into listening to games these days. I'm trying to bring it back. I'm sick of watching. I just want to listen. I want to. Ex- I want to experience it for myself in a in my Jeep Cherokee. <laughs> Shout to Jeeps, JRLA's yeah, number man. one corporate sponsor. Tell it. Let me just tell you that I love that car. I've been driving that car since '95. So, so athletes have a routine. How about this? Athletes have a routine before every game. Take us through your routine before a show. Oh, my Lord. So I'm the NBA Leather Tour, which we're currently on now with, you already know, your man, Boldy James, the legend. Absolutely. Sweatshirt, Bo Jack. Bo Jack. You know what I do? I've changed the game. I work out for 45 minutes to the Bo Jack set, and then I'm ready to go. Mm. I'm, I'm literally swinging the mace, swinging kettlebells, Bulgarian bag, backstage, push-ups. It's ridiculous back there. It's a whole new setting. It's like gladiator back there now. Love that. Everyone's smoking blunts except me. Love that. Love that. So Yeah, but, you know, it's, it's a different type of feeling to work out to a live set, especially that Bo Jack set. It's pretty next level. Big shout out to Boldy James, friend of the show, sure. just like the Crocodile Turbo. Tell us about the new album and what fans That's can right. expect from it. I mean, I scored my own movie, man. My own, my own crocodile thriller horror show. Mm. It's also a comedy. It's like this thing, it's it's rangy. This is just, you know, I just sit here and just experiment and create. And just things come to me, and this is what it is. I just like to create pieces. This is an art piece. This isn't just another chapter in life created at that moment. And I think I captured it. See what the... Oh. Hand-painted. I think I'm the only artist that hand-paints his artwork as well. Westside Gun, he's another one. Fly guy. I don't know if he had... I don't know if he does it, but he has it done. He has beautiful paintings. But I do it with my left hand, my left foot. <laughs> I put the paintbrush under my armpit. And I just do things. I'm telling you, man. It's like... Artists are, have always intrigued me because my uncle was an artist and I learned really young that I couldn't draw. So I was always enamored by people who could draw. But somebody mm-hmm. that did notice your new project and is giving you love, Quest Love. What do you think about the shout out from him that he gave for your I new project? I love Quest Love. I love Quest Love. I think he's a musical, you know, he, once you, the man knows his stuff, you know what I'm saying? He is one of the greatest percussionists. People don't even realize that he's one of the, if you just listen to D'Angelo albums and just like roots out, I Will Never Betray My Heart is one of my favorite songs. It's uh, off the new D'Angelo album. Dino Palladino playing the bass and Quest Love on a very unbelievable, like, jazz obscure drum. It's just, he's just the man. And I trust his musical taste and that makes me happy. I'm just happy people are noticing. That's dope. You know, that's really it. I appreciate it. Everyone needs to listen to it. Everyone will get that Cocodrillo Turbo album. Now, part of your journey (laughs) has been your fitness and your weight loss how have you sort of woven that into your lifestyle nowadays it's every day man every day no matter what every day no matter what there's nothing that i could do except that that needs an hour to two hours of work and then i could do anything else i just have to make sure i take care of myself 
And I also have the absolute urge to do it, you know? Like, I want to run through the wall. I just feel like I'm just, I'm, I'm not even on juice. I wish I was. Imagine when I start taking some stuff. <laughs> well, before you go to the dentist and they juice you up, tell people about why they should go cop this new project and where they can come see you do a show. I mean, after everything goes down, I'll probably be re-engaging with my brothers in Detroit, if not earlier. You already know that. Um, man, I don't have to tell anybody anything. You already know it's me. That's all I have to say. Mm. You see these eyes? That tells the whole story. <laughs> Go ahead. There's 15 albums since 2010. Mm. It's me. I'm still around, baby. I ain't going nowhere. And you're always welcome to come back and join us on Jalen Jacoby anytime, that. Action Bronson. Much love I might you see you in Detroit Appreciate at that you. show. I got I that scheduled, I actually. I hope I do see you. Yes, indeed. Stay tuned, my All brother. Right. We appreciate the love and best of luck. You guys Thank are the you best. So much. Take care. All Peace. love. Respect. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Playoff time is here on ESPN. Two huge games Friday night. You see them right there starting at 7 p.m. <laughs> Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen, every day we recognize another day that Brittany Griner is detained in Russia. There is some new news. She's been wrongfully detained for way too long, and we here at Jalen and Jacoby just want to wish her a speedy, safe recovery back to the United States. Absolutely, Jalen. It is now time for a signature segment, Soft Move or Boss Move. Jalen, fashion is very important to you. You're known to push the envelope sometimes. How do you feel about this look from Russell Westbrook? Look like a leprechaun. <laughs> a leprechaun. That's the first thing that comes to mind with the Roddy Roddy Piper kilt. Here's the thing. like Fashion is subjective. Mm -hmm. And this is who Russ has always been. So I embrace that he's consistently continued to press the envelope as an entrepreneur in the fashion game. Jalen, the leprechauns will be... Oh, look at that. Oh, oh. <laughs> look, look at you. I like that. That Christmas look was cold. I like the Christmas look a lot. And, and the thing the thing about like doing this for 30 years, Jacoby, is not just the outfits. It's the hair. It's the frames, it's the blazer with the hoodie, it's the blazer with the turtleneck, it's yeah. bringing things into the game, the brooches, you're, the real flowers. You're always changing your look, even so much so that sometimes you're fat, sometimes you're skinny, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> always changing your look. That's what it is. Jalen, the leprechauns will be <laughs> out tonight as these Celtics try to even the series with the Bucks. What is the key to them evening the series? Giannis. Being so very dominant, the best player in basketball, you see, rewind that for a second. You see how he's the windshield and Jason Tatum's the bug. No chance. That's going to be the difference. Can they slow down Giannis and Drew Holiday? Want to thank Action Bronson for coming through. Tomorrow we have another special guest, Juicy J from 3-6 Mafia, will be joining us on Jalen and Jacoby. Appreciate the shout in the bars, Action. And we'll be back tomorrow. 4 p.m. Love.
it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. We always say we give the people, people what they want. Part of that is doing podcast-exclusive content for our podcast listeners. Jalen, we just briefly touched on the Celtics-Bucks series. Yes, we did. The Celtics look so good against the Nets. Defensively, offensively, swept the Nets in four games. Then the Bucks came to town, and things look different. Well, here's what looks different. I remember... On every level of playing ball before social media, there was always an urban legend about your opponent. So if we were playing AAU, and I'm a Detroit kid, when we went and played against um, Glenn Robinson or Allen Henderson, or we played against the Gauchos and Jamal Mashburn, you would hear about those players before you played against them. Mm -hmm. And then you'll see the teams, and sometimes every now and then it'd be like, man, they got some big dudes on the team. You know what I mean? Anyone that's played any level of basketball knows that warm-up. <laughs> right. You look at the other side yeah. of the court. Yeah. You're just like, oh, wow. They dunk it oh, in the warm-up yeah. line. They do it backwards. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. We got to come correct. The, vat, the, the, the extreme difference between the Nets walking through the airport, mm. to my analogy, mm-hmm. and the Bucks walking through the airport, is that's what you say about the Bucks. Lopez, Giannis, Portis, all on the floor at the same time. Correct. You can't even you can't even see the sun. You see what I mean? And they're physical, physical. The polar opposite of what you're getting defensively from Andre Drummond and body type Claxton and Durant. They just they're just not physical enough. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant was a small forward in high school. You see what I mean? Now in today's game and his skill and his dominance and. Oh, uh, uh, uh. His, his, his ability. Did, to, uh, did Jalen Brown play in game one? He might as well. Was he there? They need more from him. He struggled mightily. Smart was in and out of the game due to injury. Al yep. Horford played well. He was knocking down some shots. But again, it starts and ends with Giannis. Because you know what we haven't said yet? No Chris Middleton. See, that's, that's the key if you Boston, right? When you go into that game one, they have Chris Middleton over there in street clothes. You got to get that game. Yeah. When you don't get that game, trouble, trouble. It was wire to wire, trouble. too. Like, the, the Bucks started out on top, and they, they I kept waiting for Celtics to go on a run and to get that crowd into the game and, and turn it around. Just never happened. And, and, and I want everybody to know, I get concussed and hypnotized like everybody else. You get hypnotized? Yeah, that's why, that's why I don't bet on NBA basketball, because when I look at it sometimes, it's hard for me not to get emotional. Can you teach me not to bet on NBA basketball? <laughs> I get emotional. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I, like I can't believe that y'all didn't score 120. I know y'all was supposed to score. Like, I get emotional. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so when I'm watching the Celtics play against the Nets, I got lured like everybody else into a faucet security overinflating the Nets. I was the person all year telling people not to overinflate the Nets. I know. Literally. I and know. I saw KD. On live television. I saw KD. Well, I, I'm not On making this TV. up. I was just with the producer. I was just with our researcher, Matt, five minutes before I went on TV. I wrote down the notes. All the reasons everything, why. All the, the reasons why. The all the reasons why the Celtics are going to win. All the reasons. I literally saw KD walk in and got scared. <laughs> Like, I know KD ain't about to lose in the first round. I'm going to ignore everything that i ever seen since 1973. And I'm going to just, you know, what what did Shaq say? Lost chips on Lakers, gassed off Shaq. That's how I would have been with KD. You know what I mean? And so now they go against the champs. Giannis ain't having it. No. That's what I took away from game one. I thought without Middleton, it would be different. Giannis ain't having it and so because they have you know I love to do this when you get confused about what you think about a great athlete in their prime always think are they winning because they got him yes they are they're not winning because they got Chris Middleton and for some reason I was in question for some reason that was in question and Giannis had already been MVP of the league, defensive player of the year, what, multiple all-star. Team from the free yeah, throw line. Yeah. Oh, y'all want me? Out game oh, six. Y'all want me work on my game? I ain't no Ben Simmons. I'm work on my game. People counting me at the line. I got something for that. I'm gonna go make them. And he didn't wait like three years to get. Like usually, if you shoot that bad from the free throw line, I don't have to tell you this. You know this. Normally, a guy that's struggling so bad from the line, especially a big guy. Ain't going to dramatically improve in one postseason. He did. Nor did that take years. He did. You know what I'm saying? And so the Celtics in trouble is what I believe. They 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 maxed out what they can do this year because their bigs aren't going to make. Time Lord is not an offensive weapon. He's a great roller, a rim threat. He's going to put pressure um, on, on your defense that way, but he's not going to score 20 points. And so what does that mean? That means Giannis in the paint, guarding the rim. That means Brooke Lopez in the paint, guarding the rim. And Darvin Ham need a head coaching job. No, they, the Celtics took 53s. They in the paint, blocking the sun, they like I said. 10 two-point field goals in the entire game. You're great at your job. 10 two-point field goals in the entire game. Family, I love when my eyes... All four of them with these glasses might as well be 17. six, right? I love when my eye test, when I'm talking about them and on a blank sheet of paper, matches exactly what you just said. That's my point. They too big, they too physical, and they blocking the sun. So them dudes like we about to stay away from that basket. Mm-hmm. We shooting. Those shots look a lot more open with all them guys standing in front of the rim. You know what I mean? And that, that, that ain't going to change. Because because Robert, Robert Williams' man going to always be in front of that rim. Yep. And that's why they're like, Al Horford made a couple threes. But, but we got to live with something. I'd rather live with his threes versus Brown and Tatum's drives. Mm-hmm. 
That was the choice. Mm-hmm. They need more from Brown. They need to figure something out. They need to they need to hit hit some shots. Like it, it, you can't you can't shoot fifty threes. You can't, you can't do it. You can't. They're settling for threes. And also, the best player that no one will ever discuss that I always discussed. I really feel like if I did a list of the top twenty five players, I would force him on this list. Peyton Pritchard, <laughs> Daniel Tice, Drew. Holiday. I love his game. I don't think you can get him in the top 25, though. I don't know. I don't know. think you can get him. In the, you did your all-NBA. He didn't sniff. He wasn't, no, even, he he wasn't even close to close to close to third team. And that's 15 right there. That is 15. But I, I love Holiday, too. You know I love defenders. And the thing is, I like the combination of Holiday and Middleton a lot more than I like them individually. Yes. Yes. You know? And, and also, you know who, who like... Won't get mentioned, but get him quality minutes and toughness. Wes Matthews. Yeah, plays D. Wes Matthews. He get down in the stands, he'll make an open shot. Do the bow and arrow after he knock it down. Can I do the media thing and overreact? Sure. Heat bucks. (laughs) Eastern Conference Finals. You ain't overreacting. So wait a second. So I might be traveling for hoop streams. Yes. Yes. Keep going. Keep going. So the Heat play in Miami, right? Correct. Not South Beach. So if I go to the Eastern Conference Finals in Miami, you're going to be there for NBA Countdown. That's right. I mean, me and you in Miami at the same time. Just me and you. I got to get COVID now. (laughs) I got to get COVID now just to get it out the way. Oh, man. And by no means, you know, we're a comedy bit called Jalen and Jacoby stand up daily near you 4 p.m. We're clearly not laughing at COVID. We understand the severity of it, the lives that were lost, the families that were affected. But that was funny. (laughs) I don't want to be in Miami with you. (laughs) Yes, you do. I'm going to move there. (laughs) Where where am I going to take you to eat? Oh, Prime 112. Okay. I went there. No one would leave me alone just talking about you. (laughs) They wouldn't leave me alone. I remember a quick, quick story time before I go. I was in Ibiza, and I was at a nightclub, and I was having a great time. It was 2000, and I went to the bartender, and I said, what's the manager's name? The bartender said, why? I said, because I never want to leave. I want to work here. That's how I feel about Miami. Gotcha. I never want to leave. And now I need to go to a a Ibiza. Oh, no, you don't. It sounds like. No, you don't. No, you don't. It was a great time in Ibiza. I'm going to Africa this offseason. I've never gone. You're going to Africa? Yes. Really? Big place. Where in Africa are you going? I'll tell you. All of it. All of it. I'm going to go a couple of different places. Good for you. That's exciting. Good for you, Mr. Rose. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll find out where in Africa Jalen's going and much more. Why is that, Mr. Rose? We're not done. We're not done. We are not done. ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Capital One.